We respectfully acknowledge the past, present, and emerging traditional owners of the land of the indigenous people, the traditional custodians of the land where this podcast is recorded, and pay respects to their culture and identity, which has been bound up with the land and sea for generations. Get us to talk too much now. Get us to talk too much, and that will just keep quiet. Shiba Inu. Oh God, here we go again. Uh, what's up, people? This is Vadey Vicky Below, aka the Big Tiger, aka the Six Tiger, aka Daddy FJ. You know what to do. Welcome to another episode of Yand and Vibes. And I've got the usual suspects here uh, Victor, Dimeji, and King Kenny. Um, it's, been a, it's, it's been a minute. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to say, but it's been a minute. And um, these guys be like, we get them together now. Whoa, whoa. We're really trying, guys. Like, they're really trying, really vibing. I'm really trying to vibe to get this Yans vibing because this boy, uh, the does tire everybody. But yeah, we are here again and uh, we're trying to give you guys as usual the deluxe podcast. You know, I'll let the other guys um, introduce themselves. This is Dineji, still reporting live from Sydney, Ashfield. I've moved house since the last time we spoke. So, I think the I'll show you guys are, my new place. The, the, the Mendes actually looks a bit nicer now. Like, look a bit funky. I like it. <laughs> yeah, so um, this is a new place. And um, it's great that you guys can see what it looks like. And it's a lot bigger. I remember Lauren was saying that um, walking around the house now, it feels like she's, she's feeling really stressed in quotes because she's walking a longer distance than she used to walk at the former place. <laughs> and I was like, thank God for progress. Ah, it's big progress, bro. But did you plan on, on yeah. giving someone, someone the extra room or no? Or you still plan on Do I plan on yourself? Do you plan on giving someone the extra room? Oh, I think I would... I think I would stay by myself, Jerry. I don't... Um, I, I, I think enjoy, I'm enjoying this peace and tranquility. And it's not... Uh, the rent is not killing that I can't afford yeah. to pay two yeah. weeks of it. You're a, big, you're a big boy now. I can't remember the last yeah. You're flexing on the agents now, now and I can, I can afford this shit now, so why not? Oh, no. But seriously, try not to get used to it, because once you do, it's hard to live with people. Yeah, why do you want to live with people anyway? Why do you want to live with people, my guys? I like, when I've gone that. We've already tackled this issue before, Kenny. Kenny, Kenny hates people. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny's not a people person. I'm a people person. I, and the funny thing is, Kenny is a music producer. I don't know why he doesn't like people. I, I never said I don't like people. I don't like living with people. It's different it's from not liking people. You said you don't like people. That was to say. Abi, the major my line is not to say. Two different things now. I don't like living with people. I don't like. People. I'm with you. I'm with you. You don't hear him. No. You don't like people. The major, Victor, you haven't, you haven't introduced yourself. Oh. I have. No, nobody heard you. Bro. Oh, okay, okay. Um, is Victor here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, straight uh, in the No walking. No walking, huh? No walking, huh? No, nah. We don't even memorize your answer. All right. Um. Hi, everyone. This is Kenny. Yeah, been busy the past few weeks traveling and um, spending time with my family. Caught up with Dimeji um, a week ago. Yeah, Dimeji? Yeah, you did. Yeah, Dimeji is forgotten already. He's had many, many people come visit him since the last time I saw him. Drove down to Sydney to go see the Meiji, like um, 
a week ago. Not to go sleep in Meji, but we call we caught off we caught off while i was in sydney with my family um and i know um, a few other friends caught up with deji and Haley as well so yeah, it was pretty ah, nice yeah. and um yeah so how's everyone else doing um i've been all right besides fasting i've, I've been fasting you know and um, there's been a few up, ups and up and downs. It was it was my birthday weekend this weekend I just passed, and as always, it's always Happy terrible. birthday again. I don't know. Yeah, it was a terrible weekend. To be honest, but no, I won't say terrible, but it wasn't the best. But thankfully, at least my first my first birthday as a, as a father. So that's something to be thankful about. But generally, the month of May is my month. It's my birthday month, but it just stopped being my month two years ago, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I'm just not, I don't know, I'm never happy in my birthday for some reason. Even before even before what happened happened, I'm just not being happy in my birthday. So it was just a not-so-good weekend. But I'll, I'll leave that out. Victor, what's up? Yeah, look, I've been good, you know, the grind, what's up? Victor made me puff puff is the king of small chops. If you if you, if you guys don't know, the king of small chops. He made me excellent puff puff. That puff was was this he puff this time around. Nobody, nobody like the last one, you know. Puff. <laughs> <laughs> that you guys should spread the word. If you need puff puff for parties, anything. Ah, from Nigeria. From Nigeria. You won't ship without hair for four. What's in the afternoon? Our boys did that. It's a Aussie. People don't get level. Australian pubs. Continental level. They ship go. You understand? Ah, if the orders arrive, they ship anyway. Uh, all right, um, Victor, do you want to do you want to open up and talk, and tell us what we're talking about this week? This episode. Yeah, today I'm going to be talking of of um, imposter syndrome, which is a very very common um. Issue that plagues most, yeah, immigrants or most people rather. Yeah, it plagues a lot of people, but um, we're focused on how it plagues me as you know, as migrants and as black people. And it, it, a lot of times, if even if um, if Victor put it into perspective, you know, saying oh maybe it's imposter imposter syndrome like he called it, I would just simply just I will, I will just thought I wasn't just good enough. Why maybe because I was a black person? Why maybe because I I stuttered, or maybe because I spoke too fast? I just for some reason I put myself down for one reason or the other, and I think Victor helped me put it put into, into perspective that look this is what's happening and blah 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 blah. So yeah, that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. So Victor is our lecturer for the day. Well, the process freedom is real because um it's red is ugly head again this evening. So um. I got a mail randomly from one of these recruiters. Apparently, there was a job I applied for back in 2019. I didn't forget about it. And they reached out to me that there was this um, environmental engineering role who just opened up and she thought I would be a good fit. Wow. I should apply. Where is it at? Here in Tazi or in uh, Brisbane? No, I'm still in training South Wales. Oh, okay. And I wasn't happy. The first emotion I felt was fear. Wow. That I wasn't good enough. And it was actually fear of me actually getting a job. Not that I won't get it for some reason, I know I'll get a job, but then I'll flop, you know, woefully mm. and all that. Then I remembered, you know, it's imposter syndrome that's happened to me and I was able to overcome it. 
So yeah, hopefully I'm gonna apply for the job and see how it turns out. And hopefully you get it, and hopefully you believe that you're good enough to get it. I know it's um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know it's a uh, it's a very common issue amongst a lot of people. Um, not just tied to being a migrant or you know being a local. I think a lot of people sort of this you know it's some sort of mental health issue, isn't it? Yep, it is. I, I, I don't think I've personally called it mental health issue because it's like a lot of, it happens to a lot of people, but people don't watch it out. You know? yeah, but, if, you're going to, if you're going to link it to migrant or, you know, a lot of times we, we tend to want to get jobs that we are actually capable of doing. We are actually qualified of doing them, but we just think that we're not good enough for them, you know? So it's, it's I, don't, I don't say it's a mental health issue. It's, yeah, obviously it affects our mental health, but it's like everyone just wants to. It's common among minority people. Like yeah, you. I think I don't. I don't think it would be. I think um, it's not. It's not. It would be false to say it's common among minority people because there's no real research or anything to back that up. I think you are saying it's common among minority people because you're probably used to speaking with more minority people that that you know that have it, but it can happen in any any space and any walk of life. And an example I would give is when I quit my job to become a photographer, even in Nigeria, and like there's a lot of imposter syndrome in the arts world, for instance, like it's rife in the arts world. Like even like some of your biggest artists, after performing, I'm saying musicians or maybe photographers or the rest, even after being in the art world for like years and decades, they still suffer from it. They still feel like they're a fraud and the work they're producing is just a lie and people are just deceiving them. So it can present itself in like various forms actually. And um, for you, it could have presented itself as, oh, maybe because I'm fresh from Nigeria, then I don't have anything to deliver in this particular space. For another person, it could be that, oh, um, I didn't go to the best art school, so people are going to call me out for being a fraud. It could even be that, oh, I'm a self-trained photographer, our artist or musician and all of those stuff. So when I go out to sing or when I go out to take pictures, people might start asking me questions that maybe someone who, who, who has gotten like formal education will know. Maybe they start asking you questions like, oh, what do you think about this? How do you link it to... Um, this century, this and, yeah, 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 and you're like, I don't fucking what, know that shit. What, what, I just <laughs> I, know the, I know my photography, and that's so I didn't it. learn. I didn't learn impressionism. <laughs> I didn't learn point. I didn't learn any of the isms. I just know my work, and I yeah. and I know my role models, and that is it. You don't want to talk to me about photography. I can talk to you about photography. So it presents itself in various forms, and it sometimes it never goes like you just. Which is why, like, some artists also do drugs. Some of the reasons they do drugs is actually back to their imposter syndrome, for instance. Because, like, so for some of them, when they're going on stage, the only way they can go on stage is to use the drugs to kill all of that um, fear and um, imposter syndrome that they're having. And then once they do the drugs and everything, whatever it is that they're doing, they can climb on stage and do it. Which is why you find out that, like, artists have multiple personality. Like, the person you're seeing singing on stage and the person you might see on the road, they are two different people because, not because they're using drugs to single state, but it's just a persona that they put on. And once they get out of it, 
Yeah, totally different person. So, so Nimeji, are you are you are you enjoying sleeping in the Whatever works for you. I was listening what to Joe, you say, I was um, listening to Joe Rogan today, and luckily invited like one of my best comedians, which is like um, Dave Chappelle. And Joe Rogan was talking about some. Oh, some was it good Sorry. Was it was it a good episode? Let me save this and listen to it. I was an amazing. I mean, it's Dave Chappelle, man, and Joe Rogan. It was killing. It was three hours of, like over three hours of amazing chat. No, and man. so Joe Rogan was like, he knows this. Prof- I know Joe Rogan is like a very free thinker. Like he's very very liberal about his thoughts. Yeah. And he was talking about how like he knows a professor who does drugs. <laughs> Who has analyzed how drugs is good for people? And like he kept on saying everything that Dave <laughs> was listening. And Dave was like, this guy sounds like everyone else that does drugs and thinks that they control of their life. <laughs> Dave was not like, I bet this guy also says he can't quit drugs anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Joe was like, yes, he does. It's just like any other person that does drugs. This is what they say. They all say they know what they're doing. They all say they know the amount to take and stuff like that. But that's just the bit about drugs anyway. Let's go back to why we are here. Because yeah, what um, the major said um, just reminded me of back then when I was still in Nigeria, we'll be at the bars drinking. So some boys, for them to talk to girls, they need that liquid courage. Yeah. They down some alcohol, they stand up and they go and approach a girl and just, you know, try and woo her. On a normal day, they wouldn't be able to approach a girl, but they just needed to take something to give them that. Well, I don't know. Alcohol al- al- doesn't do that for me, though. For some reason. It does many other things for you, though. Like what, bro? Like what? I don't, I don't like know. Like what? <laughs> alcohol doesn't do that for me, though. Like, if I'm going to talk to, if I'm, if I'm, going to talk to like, if, I, if I'm too shy to talk to someone, if I drink alcohol, I'll get shyer. It's amazing. So it's I think I'm I'm just I'm 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 easier to just you know do my thing clear clear headed. Anyway, that 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 that's for me though. I don't know about other people. And then Aldimaji was saying something Aldimaji was saying it happens to a lot of artists. That uh, we we can understand artists because a lot of again in my opinion sometimes some artists just have like one song and that song is popping and they they, they didn't maybe they didn't expect that to happen to them. Maybe they didn't expect that song to pop. So, you know. yeah, but 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 it doesn't only happen with one. I know what you're referring to, like one hit wonders. Yeah. It doesn't only happen to one yeah. hit wonders. Like it could happen to anyone. It could happen to the person who has ten albums and still doesn't believe. Oh, that. definitely. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't, doesn't even have to be one hit once. Like it's just something that never goes for some people. And for some people, as you said, it could be like a race thing. It could be. You're mm. black, you've moved to Australia, and you just feel like, come on, I'm not as good a, enough for this environment. Has any of you have you ever had any personal experience? Like for me, how how that has affected me was uh, obviously through my work and obviously being a black person. That that's how I have felt that. Anyway, because in Nigeria, for some reason, I don't think I don't think I'm very confident. Like I'm sorry that I don't call myself a very confident person, but I feel like the nya 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 you know, like I, I stand still, you know. And I've, I've, I've actually met people that think I'm a confident person, but when it comes to some certain aspect, um, what the confidence just didn't do, it just, it just, it goes away. And, and for example, when I, my current job, when I did, when I did my interview, you know, and when it rang me, when it rang me, I got the job, I was like, 
it works. Because in all honesty, in my mind, I, I assumed I was going to get a job. You know, I assumed I was going to get a job. And I said, I said, I said to them, um, he said, um, so bad, blah, 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 blah. I want to congratulate you on getting the job. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, um, you got the job. I'm like, are you sure? And the lady was like, yeah, well, you had the job if you wanted. Do you want the job? I was like, because she, she was like, I, was, I, I, I remember this conversation very well because that day I, I was driving. I was driving across the Tasman Bridge, uh, Victor. So I'm very good at, like, I was, I was a bit confused because I'm like, I didn't think I was going to get the job. You know, so I'm like, oh, after I did get it, get it I was very, very confused. And then I, I said to the lady, like, okay, you know what? When, when am I to start? She said, uh, I think the following week. I said, no, look, I'm going to, I'm going to the UK for a few, for a few weeks. And she goes, oh, okay. How about you start when you get back? And I was like, pinch myself. Like, are you for real? Like, you know, I didn't expect to get the job. Even, even during the interview, I left. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get down. Man. Uh, I'm doing a black, black face. Now. I, 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 just, and, and again, obviously, my, my position is, is, I don't want to say it's new to the industry, but it's a role that it's, the, uh, our rules and duties keep changing. There's a lot of things that, that keeps getting added to it. So even at that point in time, I knew what I was doing, but I still needed a bit of training here and there. So I didn't think I was going to get the job. You know, so I think if from, from, from looking at it from that perspective, when I got the job, I felt like, ha, ah, am I able to do this job? Like, can I do it? Do I think I'm, I'm capable? Do I think I've got the right skills? I think, you know, so right there, even on, on the first day of my job, I went there, suit and tie, blah, blah, blah. My manager was like, oh, you're looking very smart, but you do know you can, you know, you can just end higher on the job, right? right? I'm like, ha, ah, this lady, I like, you know, I don't know, I don't know if, if, if you guys are getting what I'm saying. Like, I... Yeah, yeah. At every point in time, I literally yeah. second guess myself. Why me, me? I actually why me. Like I literally second guess myself at every, like every step of the way. So, I think when uh, if we're going to talk about how the impacts on the market with other people, this, this is how it has affected me anyway. Because as in, and then two or three months into my new job, we had this leadership summit that we went for. I don't know if you, I think I was talking about it in a few episodes ago that we went for one other one leadership summit that I said I was this, yeah. yeah 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 so when I, the very first one we went for is like all the leaders within the organization and they thought I was a leader I'm like ah <laughs> wait till this first like do you understand like, wait, wait till this one you want me to go talk for this place like do you understand like and you know like they started they your input on how to move the organization forward you know ideas of blah 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 and I'm like ah, we're seeing now make a trigger so I think I can I can I can understand where a lot of people come from you know because guy being being I don't, I don't I'm I'm trying hard not to link it to race but really actually that's how oh it could be a race thing like I remember so if I'm in a room of all white people or other ethnicity because um I'm trying so hard to fit in for us, once we go, when we enter any room, we're very easy to spot. So, just know. So, when we talk, everybody listens to us and all that. So, in order to conform to their norms, we try not to fumble, put yourself under undue pressure instead of just being like, and even when you do your best, you look at people's reaction, they're not the reaction you anticipated. 
you have this feeling of, oh, am I doing enough the right vibes and all that? And for your own um, case, I mean, how many of how many Africans are in your workplace? Um, Especially when you just started, when you can't see a familiar face. I'm still the only black person in my organization. You see, now you've got you've grown used to it, so it doesn't phase you anymore. But at first, you you know, it's still, it's still, sure. it still does sometimes because. Really and truly, like, uh, <laughs> I was going to buy something the other day, and I always go there a lot, a lot. And then I said to the person, uh, like, there, there, there's two people that are always at the store. So I, I met the other lady. So I went there again. I'm like, so the guy was ringing the other lady to say, like, um, so um, this person came. I'm like, the black guy with dreadlocks. Then he looks at me like, hmm, okay. So the black guy with dreadlocks, blah, 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 blah. So after the conversation, he says, what is your real name? I'm like, Body, like so just say that don't 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 let people describe you as the black guy with dreadlocks. I'm like, hmm, okay. As in because I felt like I don't know, I felt like that's how everyone described me within my organization. Because it's easy for them, I'm easily spotable. Like people just walk up to me randomly and call my name and start and start having this conversation. Like I'm like, bro, I don't I, I don't even know you. I don't, like I know you work in the same building, but I don't I don't even know who you are, but obviously, because I feel like I'm the only black person and I have I've got dreadlocks. So it's just oh the black guy with dreadlocks or just the black guy or the guy with the, I don't know. Like I'm easily possible. So a lot of times I just feel like you guys already think of me in a certain light. So fuck off. You know? I don't know if it happens to the rest of you though. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't have, I don't I don't I don't look at myself in a race sort of. Uh, I don't know why. I, I know some people do. In your organization? I never put in your organization. In, any, no, 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 in my organization. How many people, how many, life, how many people are uh, uh, from other parts of the world? Other parts of the world. Everywhere I've worked, it's always been uh, more yeah, exactly. So, But if you're talking African... So I'm, I'm, I'm not talking yeah. about African. Do you know what I said? I think in my organization, right? Yes. I'm the only black person. Every person is. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Australia. When you say you're the only black person, are you saying there are no Chinese? Yeah, you're not listening to me. Every other person is predominantly Australian. Australian. And I, I, and that's the Tasmanian factor in yeah. it. So in recent times, there's been somebody... Wait, by the... By the hold on, sorry. There's, everyone is Australian, so long you have a citizenship. So, sorry, what I want everyone to is predominantly say, Caucasian. Caucasian. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Oh. Everyone is predominantly Caucasian. Yeah. You know? And then just in recent times, then there's one... One uh one Chinese lady, and there's one um there was one uh what's it called? There was one guy from Pakistan. We used to have lunch together downstairs, and he went. And then there's another there's another uh lady, she's from India, and I can I don't know if she's from India, but she, I think she's from Southeast in the Southeast Asia. But I can tell you authoritatively, okay. maybe she, maybe she's she's a shy person, you know, but I don't want to believe that she's that shy. Like she's I think she's an IT. All she does is just sit, sit at her desk. And if you say hello to her, she's like, yeah, yeah hello. And it, I, I don't know if you know what I mean. So no matter how shy you are, I feel like... Yeah, I've met people like that. I feel like I might be wrong again. I might be wrong. I'm clearly very wrong. But whatever it is that we're talking about now, it affects us some, some, some kind of... Even when I come down and say, hey, hi, hello. Like when I'm, when I'm picking my one of the, one of the uh, company cards out, I'm like, hi, hello. She looks at me like, yeah, hi, hello. Like she's a bit... She's way more... <laughs> Yay, she looks that way. You know what I mean? So obviously that's because I'm again I might be wrong. That's that that's a factor of one black person, one one Southeast Asian person and one uh 
Or maybe with that uh, personality. You know, some people just have that personality. Yeah, very, that, not, that's, what, that's why I said I might be wrong. That's why I said I might be wrong. You know, I'm just saying. You know, so that that is a factor of why I feel how I feel. That's a factor of how I feel. I say. Another um, way the thing affects me is if I'm with um, predominantly um, positive people and I'm asked to describe common household items, I know what I'm talking about. But they won't. But the terms, they don't know what I'm talking about. So I find myself grasping at straws, trying to explain, then I look like a total idiot. Yeah. And they say what it is. Like, it's common. Okay, maybe a uh, yeah, um, recipe for spaghetti bolognese. Hey, the recipe and all that is different from theirs. So what I'm trying to explain, oh, you do this, you do that, you do that, and they're like, um, you can see them thinking, yeah, trying to grab through. That happens thing. a lot as well. Sometimes you try to make a joke, and you're like, we're like, this guy, this guy probably wouldn't, wouldn't understand it because it's very African. That's even besides the case. A lot of times I'm trying to like, like make comments. Oh, I'm trying to say, oh, like for example, in Nigeria, I'll say, uh, what's your schedule like? But here. They'll say schedule and then after schedule, they'll be like, huh? And but they say schedule, no, yeah. they say schedule. And I, I, I'd want to say, bitch, you know the fuck I'm saying. Like, why would you say? <laughs> but I'm at work, so I want, I want to keep it like, you know, I want to keep it like yeah, professional because a lot of times I, I find myself keeping quiet because I feel like if I explain myself or if I try to, if I try to explain. What whatever it is that I'm saying, they probably they probably would understand. So I find myself saying, yeah, whatever, okay, yeah, 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 all right, yeah, yeah, you know, only absolutely when 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 necessary. So it's it took me like, for example, my my team my teammate. It took me like almost six months before we like got to a good spot. If that makes sense, because I don't understand what she's saying. She she doesn't understand what I say. So we just go, yeah, hi, oh, okay, yeah, this that. Jonathan, it took us a while before we started having. <laughs> yeah, I'm being serious. It took us a while before we started having like good, good conversations. You know, how, how was your weekend? You know, and you actually understand what that, that means. Yeah, and after a while, you realize that sometimes when I say something, she hesitates first, and then she gives herself that one, two, three seconds to understand before she responds because maybe she didn't understand what I said. Maybe I said it too fast. That also happens to her as well. She speaks to me and I'm like, um, I take my time, then I, re- I, re- I respond after I understand what I say. So, you see, yeah, so a lot of times you go realize, you you tend to realize that these things, it, it's not like you, you plan them to happen, they just happen, you know? So I think people need to work on how to make it better, like how to, how to um, properly, what's the word I'm looking for? Like blending, that's the word. Yeah, how to engage. That's probably engage. No, it's not even about the engage. You can, you can, see, you can, you can engage people, but if, if they don't understand you, then what's the point? Like, you, you guys are not getting anywhere. So, by the way, you were talking about just now reminds me of um, a chat that we're having a while, a while back, like a few weeks ago. Um, I think it's the first or the second episode of this podcast, and we're talking about people like guys who come, like Nigerians who come from Nigeria and come to Australia and um, they sort of get this uh, perception that there's a certain type of job or kind of job that you need to do before you can, um, you know, make some money here. That you can't do all this office work or whatever. Different from, jobs. Yeah, professional jobs. Different. The jobs that the jobs that you probably were doing. That you probably were doing Australia. back home, and you probably have enough experience to even, you know, continue doing here. So I think that that's one, another thing. Like that's another form of imposter syndrome. Like they feel like. 
you know, because, well, I, I would say it sort of affected me as well when I first came because I, I sort of had this perception as well that this is this sort of job I can do that I can't do this sort of one because I don't have the experience. So I guess imposter syndrome is sort of, is something that affects everyone at some stage in life. You just have to uh, be able to work through it and overcome it. I don't know. Is there, is there any, do you guys feel like, because obviously this podcast is not to advise anyone because nobody, like, we don't, we don't know ourselves. So we can't yeah, give you guys advices. And you know, awareness. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like what, what, what helped you, Kenny, like, generally? When you, when you felt that way, what helped you? Because obviously I know, I think you're a manager now, aren't you? Your, your new job. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what yeah. helps? I think what helps you is y'all. Y'all should send the congratulatory message. To, oh God, forget that one. That's a new position. Oh, yeah, it. and, and he's gonna be doing giveaway. Yeah, giveaway. Ah, giveaway. So the way you overcome there's you know there's a lot of people who have. I'm, I'm telling you, like if you don't mix with the right kind of people and the right set of people, you always still have that sort of belief about yourself that, mm. you know, all those doubts yeah. in the head and you believe that you can only be um, at a certain level in life when you can actually be more. And you know, you know, you know, you, you can be more, but you don't believe it. So I think what would help in that situation, what helped me is proving to yourself over and over that you can actually do it. And when you see an opportunity that you think um, you should, um, you see an opportunity that you think you qualified for, I think you should just give it give it a go. But a lot of times, it's not about people. I feel like it's just how is the, the, the uh, how they perceive themselves, you know? A lot of times, you feel like, you know how you're saying you should keep giving yourself, if you see, if you see the opportunity, you need to keep pushing yourself. These people, they, I feel like they might push themselves into what they feel like they can do. Well, it's, you know, it's that 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 level of, I don't know, maybe you have people around you that, you know, encourage you to think outside this box. Like, look, for example, I think it's it, it was talking about civil engineer or something. You're a civil, civil engineer. You have no business doing, doing, doing HK, for example. Obviously, you can do HK, you know, to, 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 to rise up. But if you have opportunities to be a civil engineer, you know, go for it. As opposed to just thinking, ah, oh, well. This this, this 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 one where they do they pay me money and all that. I'm not you know like I'm I'm not yeah. saying one job is, is better than the other. Don't get me wrong. But I just feel like like you need. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Yeah, but um, there was a study done, and they found out that when people post um job openings, men are more likely to apply for the job. They are not qualified for the role. They just shoot their shots. Mm. But meanwhile, for women. They wait until they are like hundred percent qualified for the role before they apply. Africa people keep telling women. Yeah, that but home. I mean, I think that 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 one is probably because there's there's a lot of pressure on like when, when you are minority in a space, there's a lot of pressure for you to deliver in that space. And mm, yeah, even yeah. personally, also you start to feel like you are representing your your your, your uh, heritage sense, your heritage <laughs> and culture yeah so yeah well i mean right now it's why did about, why did maybe even why did being like the only um the only maybe gay person in an organization or the only anything the only anything in any organization so usually when you are like the you feel, when you are like the only person representing that particular minority you would want to, there's a lot of pressure on you to perform. And I think that's probably responsible for some of what we've been talking about also, because like 
you're under so much pressure to actually represent that um, particular set that you are a minority in that you just feel like you don't want to let them down. So whether it is, though I'm the only black person here or I'm the only young person here or I'm the oldest person here. So it could present itself in like different forms like that. And I think some of it is not that you're not good enough. Some of it is like it's pressure to actually... You have to be perfect, which is unattainable. Yeah, that your, your minority people down in that particular space that you found yourself and you're just under enough of pressure to perform, but I guess in the end, you just have to remind yourself that yeah, despite you being part of a minority group, that everyone in the end is here for themselves and um, you're just going to have to do your best. In saying that, um, I've come across people, they've worked so good because of them. They started employing people from their um, ethnicity. So speaking Nigerian now, when they do yeah. so well at the job, yeah. they don't burn the bridge. So when you come and say, oh, I have another Nigerian, the person that you are referring, there's this added pressure not to drop the ball. So the person has to work hard just to keep that line flowing, which can be a lot to deal with for some people. Yeah. I don't know if you guys understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand 100% what you're saying. So that's, that's, you know, it's all about the sort of person that whoever that person is, you understand, like sometimes, you know, the, the next person getting the job doesn't care about the next person coming after or coming, you know. So it's it's all about how good you represent your people, like you said. But it's a lot of pressure in the end, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a lot of pressure to sort of carry on. But I guess what we can do or, you know, what we can advise is just try to put your best foot forward. Like, just try your best. And, and um, yeah, don't, it's all about, my, it's all a mindset. Yeah, um, I want to put it out there. If you're listening to this episode and, um, you know, this has happened to you or you know someone that this has happened to and maybe they had, maybe they have like a detailed way that they were able to, you know, overcome this, please let us know. If you ever send us an email, let us read it out there so people that suffer from this can actually, you know, pick up something to, and learn because really and truly, all, all we are just doing, about, doing here is just discussing it, you know. We ourselves, as I said, I still struggle with this and I try to, you know, get better every day. So it's like, if you know someone, like, I'm, I'll, we are going to try to get, uh, try to get like a, a psychologist. Yeah, I talk about different varying. You want uh, to see crazy. Want to see crazy? Yeah. F.A. <laughs> we talk about, we talk about um, varying issues that affect, um, what's it called, affect migrants, black people generally. So this is one of the issues that we're going to be discussing with them. But before then, you know, like, if you have, suggestions if you have if you are facing this if you have like i don't say solution because there's really no, really no solution but if you have like someone that's gone through it and you know has a detailed way that they're able to surpass it please share with us and so let's share with everyone else you know um Dimitri, you're saying something i say you want to see crazy you want to see crazy no no, yeah. no I, 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 I like the fact send money <laughs> send you guys said send send money now black maru my nigga send money send money now Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Victor, you're, you're, I think I, I cut you short. What, what were you saying? Yeah, so basically, um, experts, people in the field, they've given some general guidelines on how to deal with this um, imposter syndrome. There is no one size fits all, but basically, how do you deal with it? It is acknowledge the feeling. So when you have these emotions or these feelings that you know, you're not good enough or your best is not good enough, acknowledge your feeling like it's valid. 
but do not dwell on it. Build connections. So once you have friends, classmates, colleagues that have been there, they understand, they know your words, but they can be able to... Let's be, let's be factual. Let's be factual. Let's be realistic. If we as a group of friends, don't, you know, if we didn't pre-discuss this and decided to talk about it on the, on the episode, on the, on the board, none of us were actually admit to this. So it's, it, 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 it brings up a question of how do you pose this question to people? How do you start this conversation and saying, oh, this thing happened to me, or I'm, struggle, I'm struggling with this. So how do you, you know, how do you start it? Identifying the issues. So basically, environment and your childhood, your background plays a lot in your imposter syndrome. It could be as when you were a kid, you were very, very good and people just praised you. Oh, this guy's a genius, blah, blah, blah. And growing up, you found that come on, that's not how life is. Life is actually hard. And you started having shortcomings. So you stopped you know, trying because you're not used to failure. And all that you have some parents who overprotect their kids. And when the kids go out there, it's too much for them to handle. So they just shut in and they blame everything on the parents. So I think it's a mix of your environment and how you were brought up to identify your own um, personal um, source for the imposter syndrome and all that. I think for most of us, we can agree that when you ask people back home, oh, boss, man, you're doing really good. How did you do it? <laughs> now go. The first thing he says, ah, now go do. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants now to show go. any weakness or anything. Nah, so nobody wants to show you what kids. Now go do. Exactly. You walk in, meet a lucky jack. In Nigeria, everyone is just, in Nigeria, everyone is just doing like, Jama jama, so to say. I don't know what the English word for that would be, but <laughs> I don't know what you go for jama jama. I Everybody is just playing it anyhow. I did tell you, it's just random schemes. Everyone is just pulling random schemes, like, oh, this is working now. Let me go and do it. This is not working. Let me go and do it. And so... when they are successful, they attribute their success to luck instead of their efforts or their skills to say, ah. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, that's. I, don't know. I think that's just the annoying part. People don't realize that even though you're just struggling and trying to make things work out for you, there's actually a lot of work that you've put into everything working out for you. And um, I mean, obviously, there are people that have succeeded due to luck in Nigeria, but majority that have succeeded, man, it's um, hard work, man. It's pure hard work. And you put in the work over the years without even knowing you're putting in the work. Yeah, which is why like people are always so confident that if they can make it in Nigeria, that they can make it anywhere because the system isn't even built for you to succeed. And it's crazy that but, you but have that kind of confidence in Nigeria. Nigeria. Then you then move um, out and then you have to start having imposter syndrome. It's so ridiculous. It's like... Because that's the thing. On Twitter, they were having this discussion that once you can leave Nigeria, you don't even need to work hard to have a decent life. You might not be the richest, but... Forget that comfort. You just need to do the yeah, but like, The crazy thing is nobody even wants to be the richest. Nobody even wants to be the richest in Nigeria. We just want a good life. We want a comfortable like, life. You know, everybody wants Bugatti, you know. Everybody wants Bugatti. You know. Everybody wants Bugatti. Ah. I want Bugatti. You know. No, they want. They want choke people. They want person. Oh, oh, don't choke your neck. Tell you. There is one boy somewhere who whose advances got turned down by a lady. So it's so name of making it this to Pepe Pepe. Pepe. Well, yeah, but that's basically what um imposters syndrome is, guys. Like it's gonna raise ugly head from time to time. There's no one way to fight it. You just have to When did it raise the head? 
like whack a mole, make you whack. Now, we need to find a way to find a way to find a way to find a way Which head are you guys talking about? Uh, um, I think, well, really, no oh, jokes, yeah. though. Like, if it raises its ugly head again, then just remind yourself of everything you went through in Nigeria. Like, your <laughs> job. This Nigeria, Nigeria. This Nigeria has motivation. Yeah, just motivate yourself that if you could As in, you can like yeah, mama. They're no rich. Funny enough, every Nigerian that has left the country, when they refer to Nigeria, they refer to it as that country. <laughs> Nobody says, Oh, that's my country, or like you see that country, ah. Because it's not easy, man. Inflation has skyrocketed, food prices like at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't know about you, but Nigeria won't die. No one dies for Australia. Yeah, that's where we came uh, from, but is that where we are I going? I can't die now. Uh, <laughs> die, die can never reach now. When die time, I will give up. No way. Bro, why you go on die for Nigeria? Please, let me understand that. Because I, what I understand is there's no good healthcare system. So why you won't die for this? In an accident car, you won't... I, mean, I don't understand. Which kind of... When I'm old now. When I'm old. Okay, when you're old. Okay. Because death go right to it, I say, no, I'm going on social media. Yeah. Yeah. You know, say, once you don't reach one, a certain age, you know, say, there's many. Uh, once you don't reach one age, you know, say, there's many. You break, you break through the work again. Break through the work again. So that's how you just enter, please. Just go one small place. Fuck your back. Relax. You don't say, this anytime already. You know, so when I time I reach and I see their life, I'm not even gonna that's the time the time has come. That's if they say Nigeria to go back to because with the way um with the way things are going, man, the the divide is just too much. Well, I mean, I want chop uh, I beg. You want chop, I mean don't they chop. I won't start with the chop me, but it's bad manners um, to eat during a podcast. It is not it is it is deadly etiquette. How will you be eating during a podcast? Like for real, bro? Anyways, um that's guys, why I'm announcing uh, it now. We've we've shared a little the little that we know about imposter syndrome and um these guys as you can see their confidence are peaking because not only black not only me and, and victor don't share our personal experiences the rest of them and 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 ken all right guys <laughs> thanks for listening and um drop your suggestions your likes and uh, your comments on our social media yans x vibe on instagram yans x vibe on Twitter, and you can also send us fan mails. Did you say Yan at et Vibes? Yan's X, X Vibes. That's what it's Yan's X Vibes. I think you say Et Vibes. No, no, no. Yan's not the Vibes now. Vibes is, Vibes is, Vibes is forever. Vibes is eternal. So, Yan's not the Et Vibes now. It's Yan's X Vibes on on all socials. And um, you can send us fan mails. As well, and as I said, if you if, if you guys have got any other uh, suggestions on the imposter syndrome, if you know someone that it's happened to and you've devised means of you know conquering it, you know, please send us a very detailed email, and you know we can share it with everyone that everyone on the um everyone listening to us. So people, because you know, as we said earlier, it's going to be a bit hard for people to actually acknowledge that this happened. This happened to them, so we can just you know share it out for everyone to listen and you know know about if that makes sense all right guys this is kind of sign out peace peace thanks for tuning in everyone it's been a fun 
quick episode about imposter syndromes and what you can do to overcome it. If you're not Nigerian, you can just call a friend. And I mean, just remind yourself of your past of your past success and tell yourself that you're good enough to be there. And if that's still not working, then you might just need to get like professional help. Because sometimes the reason people continue to be stuck in it is because they try to hack it by themselves. And sometimes you just need an expert to actually tell you like proper things for you to do to be able to overcome it. So seek help, people. Never forget that.